Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Ace of Geeks podcast, our 149th episode. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, where you can get at over 180,000 audiobooks for your listening pleasure. It's the best place to get audiobooks, and you can get a free audiobook right now by going to audibletrial.com slash aceofgeeks. So if you want to support the podcast and get a free audiobook, that's the best way to do it. Audibletrial.com slash aceofgeeks. And J. Michael Stravinsky. <laughs> it's pronounced Stravinsky. Whatever. I don't know how to say his name. I think it's pronounced Stravinsky. Oh my god, Sensate sounds so amazing. <laughs> I am really glad the Wachowskis finally have a writer who I respect. I'm really glad they finally don't have whoever the fuck wrote Jupiter Ascending, which I think was them, and uh, they should never write again. <laughs> I hear, I didn't see it yet. But I hear Jupiter Ascending was the most wonderful, god-awful film. No, no, it was not bad in a good way. Oh, it was it just bad in a bad oh, way. Oh, okay. We, we laughed Sense8. and enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> Think about it. Sense8. Like, what does it mean? I, I love the idea. People so coming we, together really, mentally like a gestalt. They released the trailer for it today, dear listeners, for those you who haven't seen yet. And um, it's, uh, uh, like, it looks like eight different people who start to be able to telepathically sense each other around the world. And so they can... In, in, they can tap into each other's skills and memories mm-hmm. and language and so like the scenes that are shown in the trailer are mostly like one person is getting their ass kicked and then their friend who's a kickboxer in Japan takes over and kicks ass for them oh um, uh, oh yeah the way they shot it made it seem like they were in each other's bodies yeah. it was incredible really interesting um, so we'll see it'll be interesting to see what happens with it and where they take it um, beyond just fighting I'll be interested to see like Actually, I want to see the meta story. What is the conflict? The conflict is that being hunted down. Well, yes, there's that. I was excited because when, you, like, the music and the things they were saying, my first thought is, is this the new Heroes Reborn? And then it got way more, and I was like, I know those camera angles. This is a Wachowski thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Wachowski. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wachowski. Well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. The other half is the red blazers and blue blazers. I tried that on my kids. That did not work out. Because your them. kids were not alive in the 80s, bro. Uh, well, weirdly, um, what's another uh, joke did I that I did? Um, uh, fuck. I, I did an... Oh, right. Some guy uh, was like, whip it, teacher M. And I was like, what, what's whipping? And he like puts his fist. And I pounded. Is that this thing? He's like, no, here, watch. Uh... 
He turns to the other one, toss me the whip, and they do this thing. And behind him, I say, okay, toss me the idol, I'll toss you the whip. And they didn't get it, but one student behind him went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was really into that. That's hilarious. It worked out well for her. So, sudden geek discoveries are always awesome. I Yes, yes they are. <laughs> Wait, now Melissa just opened your door without turning the handle the magic way. Uh, that's because it's on the other side. It's only on the outside you have yeah. to turn that magic well, way? Well, the door only goes one way. That's just weird. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> you have a magic door and I don't understand. Well, the thing most people don't understand is magic always has a price and sometimes it's only price. <laughs> <laughs> really more of a cursed door now that we think about it. That, well, we, we don't like to use the C word. It's, <laughs> a, sen- it's a sensitive door. It'll <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a cursed door in my house that leads yeah. to the attic, and you can only open it by hauling on it and going, Yay! Well, you put so much stuff in front of it. Oh, okay, so hold well, on. That's only because we don't use it for anything, because going up there, as you well know, leads it, to catching on fire spontaneously. Well, it's sweltering, yes, and for people who are not blessed with my shortness... Um, Very difficult uh, tr- to stand. trauma-inducing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, well, my landlord... Um, uh, went up there the other day because my landlord tricked her way into my apartment the other day. It's um, she was it wandering wasn't around. A big trick, like you knew she didn't want to check your uh, fire detector. I know, but I didn't know she wanted to bring in a contractor to see how she could improve my house after I leave before she even knew we were leaving. <laughs> I, you know, I listen that we have a very special place in the world that we can just shuffle everything. That that is our anger towards people who own land, and it's called communism. You should join us in it. I it's don't fantastic. like communism because communism always leads to people stealing power for themselves, and I would probably do that. Socialism. I know myself well enough to know Socialism. that in a communist state, I'd be the guy who will put on the funny hat and controlled everything. It requires I, funny hats. I, Dictators well, must wear yes, funny hats and way more medals than they could ever. possibly yeah, have earned. No. Um, <laughs> There is an amazing song that was put out years ago that, based off of Katy's, Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It, done by these two college students, called I Read Some Marks and I Liked It. <laughs> and I, I thought, okay, this is kind of eh. And then the middle stanza, they just put to music the first three lines of the book, The Communist Manifesto. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> I can't believe I am this impressed with this. Yeah. Especially because it had the music was so bad, someone else on YouTube had to steal it, put over better music, give it back to them, and say, "Here, I fix this for you." <laughs> that was awfully nice of them. Yes. Most people would have just called them names in the comments. Speaking of which, Twitter and YouTube comments. Let's talk about this. Oh God! All right. What? So, first of all, the the what sparked this debate that's been raging this week is that Joss Whedon left Twitter, and everyone assumed Joss Whedon left Twitter because everyone hated finished. Age of Ultron. Which, by the way, who I have hated never, Age of Ultron? I have the last time I saw a fandom turn on a movie this fast, it was Star Trek Into Darkness. So I they, have a feeling by the end yeah. of the month we'll be having people boldly claiming that Age of Ultron is the worst Marvel movie ever made. What? <laughs> Wait, I don't. Why are people turning on it? I lots of reasons. I think. Um, uh, die Hard comic book Die Hard a lot of people are hating on it because Ultron didn't get enough explanation because the thing with Thor in the cave while Awesome was just kind of there um, it was kind of there and I loved it it was very <laughs> mythic he went off and had a hero's journey that no one else was invited to yeah. and a lot of people are having problems with Scarlet Witch describing herself as a Scarlet Witch uh, Black Widow describing herself as a monster because she can't have kids 
Um, That's not why she describes herself as a monster. She describes herself as a monster because she's an assassin. And she describes, she hates the fact that she can't have kids because it separates her from the rest of humanity and womanhood, and she very much wants to feel apart. Right. This makes sense. The problem is a lot of people are taking issue with the fact that being defined as a mother is your only defining trait as a woman. That's well, sort of heavily implied there. Well, when something is taken away... Okay, hold on. No, you know what? I'm going to talk... I'm not a woman. Yes, Jarris, mansplain for us, please. I well, I'm not a man either. <laughs> Gender queers played for us, Jarris. Gender I'm not a played. woman, but let me tell you, as someone who has had parts of their body taken away from them without their consent, it doesn't really matter if you want to have kids. You just can't, and that part sucks. That sucks. It's not that she has to be a mother because that's the best thing she can be. The fact that she doesn't even get a choice is horrible. Yes, and I think that was the intent of the scene. But I think yes. a lot of people didn't take it that way and got very upset. Is this um, because she got kidnapped? Did any? Is that, that was part only? of it, too. That okay, am I the too. only one who doesn't think she got kidnapped? She purposefully let go of the machine. <laughs> that was her plan. <laughs> she is a spy. That's what she does. <laughs> Why was she kidnapped? Uh, she, I, so Ultron grabbed her halfway through the movie. Gra- so right before, exactly. Like, she didn't get grabbed. She's like... Hold on, I have to do something, and let's go with the goddamn uh, uh, jet that she's holding onto. Yeah. Yes, and not only was it on purpose, it worked out in the most spy way possible. Somehow, she just spy made it that there was a, uh, a what do you call it, machine, a, uh, uh, a ham radio in where, like, that's what spies do. They just make things like that happen. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think what the problem is that there are a lot of people who just really... I don't want to say they wanted to hate on the movie or anything like that, because obviously their concerns are valid, whether we dis- disagree with them or not. And Joss Whedon is not, like, best feminist ever. No. He certainly Despite has that he thinks himself that way. I, well, yeah, I think he's done great things for feminism, but uh, a friend of mine was saying that the 90s really needed a female strong character like Buffy, and he gave us that. That doesn't mean that's the end of feminism, and because of that, yeah. the way he looks at feminism is not the way we look at feminism today. And I think that's very true. He is not the best feminist ever, but it is okay to like something while also acknowledging that it is problematic and not the best our culture can produce. Well, it's kind of like in the last movie, it's kind of like in the last movie, they um, they had this giant blow-up over um, Loki's uh, calling Black Widow a mewling quir- quim or quim, something like that. Which I thought was perfectly kicking the dog. He said the worst goddamn thing he could say to a person, to her. That made him very evil. Yes. And I like that. It's exactly. It's I also so liked how a step right after, she's like, uh, and I just fooled you. Yeah. The god of trickery! The <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say is, yeah. I don't mystique and the way that people see her as a sexual object is one of the best ways she has to fool misogynist men which i don't know if you've heard feminists kind of rule the world (laughs) the funny the funniest part about it to me so far has been that um 
So uh, Mark Ruffalo got into it. Not a feminist. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo got into it um, with some people on Reddit about this um, and on Twitter, and somebody said something about, "I hate how they turn Black Widow just into a uh, a love interest to to support the Hulk." And he was like, "I'm pretty sure they turned the Hulk just into a yes! love interest to support Black Widow." The Hulk yeah. Did not have a character or a character development in this, save as a reaction to who he is as a Hulk and how that makes him not want to be the love that uh, Black Widow really just wants to turn him into. Yeah. Because it's obvious she is really into that relationship and he's playing all, no, I can't. He's playing hard to get, Black Widow. Go get him. (laughs) She does. And then she shoves him into a pit because she needs the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to say, I really liked when he came in and he was all like, I'm here to rescue you. He was like, dude, we... I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know she, you're here. I planned for you to be here. Right. Like, this, you're doing... Listen, Nick Fury didn't teach me how to spy master in one day. Yeah. I've done this for years. Um, I really liked who she was. I felt she very much was the major agent in that uh, romance much more than he was. Yeah. Much, I, much more. I mean, I yeah, again, I don't want to try and invalidate what people are feeling. I just don't necessarily agree with a lot of points being thrown around. Right. But the good news is... That wasn't why Joss Whedon left Twitter. Joss no. Whedon was already planning on leaving Twitter. He just because he wanted to write other things, not Star Wars. Joss <laughs> no. Whedon is yeah. not confirmed and for Star Wars just tell- because someone on a podcast says so. If that were true, Which- I would be confirming people for Star Wars right now. Matthew Vaughn would be directing a trilogy about a random Jedi that I made up just now. No, Vaughn would be writing Thrawn because rhyming is awesome. <laughs> You know, also, in fact, talking... on this podcast, we can now confirm that Joss Whedon is directing the Half-Life 3 movie. We have Boom. confirmed it. It's it has happened because yes. random podcasts can Which do that Which will now. come out on the date of the Half-Life 3 game as a tie-in. Which will come out at the heat death of the universe. Also known as next May. <laughs> now, on that <laughs> same note, things are necessarily true just because they're on the podcast. We know we are two people with opinions. And if you disagree with us, you disagree with us. Please write to us at A-C-E-O-F-G-E-E-K-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G at gmail.com. We also have lots of social media you can find us on, which you'll listen to at the end of the podcast. I'm not talking fast enough. Go ahead, Jarris. Now, we're just entering this conversation here, and what we're saying is, okay, one, Joss Whedon's done some, when it comes to gender stuff, kind of fucked up shit. That is true. But I don't think that he is depowering... Um, uh, Black Widow. I and, agree. And I actually was really, uh, as someone who is in love with a strong, capable, complex woman who makes me feel safe, <laughs> I very much liked the fact that Black Widow was the major agent of that romance. <laughs> like, she was wooing him, talking about when he comes to, in quote, save her, she's like, no, this is all part of my plan. Kicks him into a well. <laughs> like, she, she really is in many ways the handler or the... Um, the one in control yeah. of Bruce in Bruce's situation, um, which I thought was not only kind of amazing, but made me believe in that relationship all all the more. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, um, but speaking of uh, Avengers and the cast of Avengers, did you hear the big news about Civil War today? Yes, that was the biggest goddamn plot thing I've ever heard. Yes, that's Why true. Why won't they just but come out and say Iron Man's going to be a douche and we're going to fight <laughs> because him? Because that's Civil War in a nutshell. Uh, the, the news, for those of you like Melissa who don't know, uh, the cast of Captain America Civil War is going to be, let's see if I can remember all of them off the top of my head, Most of Captain it. America, <laughs> Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, um, Vision, yeah. Scarlet Witch, um, Black Panther, Ant-Man. Yeah, uh, maybe Ant-Man, most no, likely. No, definitely Ant-Man. Oh, okay. confirmed today. 
That's what I'm saying. It's they're Avengers all, 3. They're all Marvel movies. I know, but how is that? It has so many of the Avengers in it. Like, what Well, they only Hulk? wanted to do three Avengers so movies. Hulk, right? This is missing Hulk. Just no, no, uh, no, no Thor. Thor. Um, Who else but, are they missing? Uh, uh, from the Avengers, nobody oh, beyond that. Uh, Falcon and R- War Machine no are going to be in Fury. it. Uh, no Nick Fury announced. You're right. Yeah. Although he might show up anyway because it's Nick Fury. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, the only people oh, there and are the Guardians and... Yes, Martin Freeman will be playing a polite, befuddled Englishman in the movie. Yes. And most likely the bad guy, because they didn't name who the bad guy is, but we all know who the bad guy should be. It's Iron Man. <laughs> oh. I like how they, when they wrote that storyline originally, they tried to uh, invest some, uh, like, like it's not black and white. You won't know who but the bad guy no, is. No, the bad guy is Iron Man. Gray. And then people are like, your metaphor is uh, perfect. I know you tried to make this War on Terror thing look way more... Um, you know, uh, uh, backed up than it really was. But Iron Man doesn't have an argument, and neither does George Bush. <laughs> like, it was very, like, this is the metaphor we're making. So you can see it's not black and white, and Marvel fans it's, who may, <laughs> might be mostly liberal, or I don't know, are just like, no, we can see this it's metaphor. It's pretty black and white. And you're wrong. Yeah. I, it is not right to throw people into, what, not the negative zone, dimension... No, it was a negative oh, zone. To throw people into the negative zone, <clears throat> Guantanamo, yeah. without a trial, that is wrong. There is no, there's no gray on that. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. They, they, I guess, according to the plot synopsis, um, the new Avengers from the movies are going to be standing in, uh, for the new Warriors in this piece, so they're going to Which makes a lot of sense I like that a lot better, because in the original Civil War, the new Warriors kind of got thrown under the bus. Also, let me tell you, everything to do with, uh, Havoc, what was it called? Havoc? Not Havoc. Uh, Uh, Spiky guy, Penance. Yeah, hated everything about that. That was dumb. Speedball's an awesome character, I'm glad he's back to being Speedball. Okay, that's (laughs) good, but everything about Penance was awful. I wonder if they'll bring in Clone Thor. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> and then Thor that comes was... back to yell at our... Oh, my God. Hold on. You will need... learn the difference between a god and a man in a suit of armor. <laughs> Mike, leave for a second. Melissa, let's let's go. <laughs> the, this amazing storyline. In... Terrible, terrible storyline. No, I loved it. So... Thor generally was not around during the Civil War Because he was dead. Ragnarok Ragnarok. had happened. Right. (laughs) So Iron Man decided he needed Thor on his side. So he decided to clone Thor. Which I believe when Thor came back, he killed in what, one hit? Uh, Well, no, clone Thor was not dead for a long time. He ran around as evil Thor for a a while. So Thor comes back, and you know that scene in... um, uh, in the Avengers, where he uses electricity on Tony Stark and it overpowers him. Well, he does that, except not to overpower him. He was like, you come at me with electrically powered armor. How wonderful for you. Overcharge everything to the point of destruction. It was very... It was They, they built up several weeks with his comics of, like, Thor and Iron Man are going to fight. And then it was over in, like, three panels, because Thor outclasses Iron Man so goddamn much. <laughs> and it was very much the right... It, in fact, one of the things I really liked about it is the writer, J. Michael Stravinsky, uh, used the panels as a way of uh, casting judgment on Civil War and having the final word of, no, Iron Man, you were in the wrong. Yeah. It was... God, he's such an amazing sword loser. I could get behind that guy in anything. <laughs> <laughs> he is... I love him so much. I am uh, so glad he didn't let that go. Yeah, me too. Uh, you gotta love it in um, it was one of my favorite things about comic books actually where um, uh, 
you the writers you know, say no, you move. Kind of, yeah. Like they, um, the last issue of Runaways, um, they killed off um, the d- dinosaur. Yeah, um, and one of my the I think it was Christos Gage it was one of the comic book writers. It might have been um, Craig Kyle. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, they uh, were writing an X-Men comic at the time, and so since Runaways was canceled, they literally brought the Runaways in so they could take a magical trip to another dimensional savage land and bring the dinosaur back as just a giant fuck you that yeah. never happened. Like, why would you do this? Yeah. That's the only thing that made that character interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like she time-traveled. Barely. Who? Uh, what's her name? The, you uh, haven't read all of Runaways, huh? Not all of it, no. Still, um, I... You need to go back and read all of Runaways. Can I borrow it? Yes. Okay, thank you. It's very, very good. I, I it's Brian it's K. Vaughn. You must I know. Why I, haven't you read it yet? I've, I th- I've read it up to wifely duties. Oh, that sounds awful. Whisper, whisper, whisper. We need to get you away from here. <laughs> <laughs> so you have read past... I'm so confused. How do you not know Gertrude's dead if you've read that far? I know Gertrude's dead. Oh. But that was the only thing that made her character interesting. And the fact that they took that dinosaur away was such a, like... It's like literal insult to the injury of the death. Okay, I see. I get you now. I It, it, it was a legacy thing. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Yes, okay. I got you now. Okay. So, um... Do we want to just talk about uh, haters... What in particular about haters would you like to discuss? Well, people talk about this thing on um, on Twitter like this is new. No, this is always what Twitter was in the same way this is always what YouTube was and this was always what uh, MySpace was and Omegle is like that and that you get down to the center of it and you get to Reddit and then 4chan. <laughs> the internet is filled with people who are ready to tell you that you are not worth shit and they hate you. Okay. Like, I'm not saying they should do this and I'm not saying it's right, but... I think what's happening more and more now is more and more mainstream people are noticing it. Because, yeah, it's been happening to us for like 10 or 15 yeah. or 20 years because we've we've been on the internet when the internet was just a dark back corner of the world as opposed right. to the entire world. It's a huge problem, but it's also a huge problem that is wrapped into the nature of the internet, which can be solved, but you have to change the nature of the internet. Or you Perhaps... have to just change people and i think that's happening slowly but surely i think the the newer generations are are learning i mean you know obviously a lot 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 more needs to be done but i think we're on the right track and the internet would be the best place for it because then the information goes everywhere at least everywhere that can afford a computer and an internet access point um but the thing is is that this isn't like this isn't a new thing like feminists getting mad and saying shitty things to other feminists is tumblr like, that's... The internet is that thing. Like, you should see what libertarians say to each other. No, really. You should see what libertarians say to each other. Like, you're not a real libertarian. You're not a real libertarian. I'm a better libertarian because I have licked Ayn Rand's hair follicles <laughs> once. Once. So have you like, seen the... Well, that's uh, not really what libertarian means. That's objectivism, which also is true, but still, like... Have, have you seen fine. the... Uh, uh, somebody posted this um, dedication from a, a, the front cover of a book, and it's a great example of why you should always use commas correctly, because the first line is, uh, the author would like to thank his parents, comma, and Rand yeah. God. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I did. And there's a... Oh, hold on. Pause this. I want to read it out in full. Okay. Um, because there's... The not... internet has failed us! We can't... Well, we've failed us. No, the internet has failed us. Melissa, yes. you're um, good at searching. Can you find something for us, or are you busy? I can find something for you. Alright, can you find an image where an author tries to thank their parents, Ayn Rand, and misuses the Oxford comma? 
It was going around the internet uh, earlier last week, this weekend. Yes. Yes, indeedy. All right, so moving on. Moving on. Um, I really think that um, uh, people acting like this is a new problem, that, that's not the case. It is a problem, and I think it's a problem worth trying to solve. But I think it's a problem that has a lot to do with human communication in the age of IT. Yeah. And that problem has to be solved in a much greater way. I've been uh, given a lot of hope from people who have, say, talked to trolls, not saying you always have to talk to trolls. Um, and when people like Melissa has shown me uh, show how different ideas feed off of each other by making people angry at each other so that the two ideas are not so much in competition but working to make each group fight more and more. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a version of uh, meme theory. And, uh, you know, I think that stuff's true, which is not to say that people are always wrong to be upset at things. I think people have overused the word offended when trying to complain about people complaining, saying, well, well you're offended, offended all the time. Offended is a word I've, I've strucken from... Strucken? That's no, not a word. No, stricken. Uh, I've Baron Von Strucker that word <laughs> from my vocabulary. Oh, no. No, it's not. It's just a Nazi. It's okay. Cat <laughs> <laughs> freaks there. out at the name Baron Von Strucker. <laughs> no, God, um, it'll be fine. Um, I've struck that word from my vocabulary entirely because no one uses it to mean its original meaning now. I think its original meaning has been entirely lost. People just use it to mean... Um, you are upset by this thing, but you should not be. You are a hysterical yeah. person. Yes, um, and so it, I don't, it's very uh, I, When you say offended, it, it immediately brings to mind the image of a, a soccer mom standing in front of a vi- minivan with a hand over her heart going, How dare you! You cannot call the rival team the Shuttlecocks. It has the word cock in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why I've, that's why I've started to use the word hurt. Instead, yeah, because it conveys insulted. exactly. Well, I don't even like insulted because no. insulted also comes with a, a negative connotation. I think hurt is the best one because it really conveys what you're saying has harmed the other person. They're yeah. not just overreacting to the, for the sake of overreacting. Um, what you're saying has actually caused them emotional harm, some duress. Yeah, and I think people are so because of the anonymity of the internet, they take other people not seriously enough that the idea of su- doing someone else harm by the things that you say isn't so much a conversational um, um, uh, break uh, break in the conversation. It's a currency. Yeah. And, they're, and trolling is based off of this. Trolling used to be... Do you remember when trolling was fun and about <laughs> jokes? Now it's sometimes, about hurting people. So, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it still is. Like, I saw a video the other day that... I thought was really funny, uh, an example of trolling. It was basically um, these guys, these two guys playing a game of uh, Capture the Flag in Halo. Mm-hmm. And one guy's got the flag and he's in the back of a warthog. The other guy's in the front and they're driving through the map and their team is rushing behind them and like throwing their lives away to prevent the enemy from stopping them. And they drive up to their base and then just keep driving and drive straight off a cliff. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying, sorry team. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> There, there really was a golden age of trolling back when you said trolling, people knew that you did not mean to actively cause a mental anguish to or someone. to try and like it, it wasn't about trying to get a rise out of people because well, I mean it that's what like the, a small rise like a, but uh, yeah like when I I belonged to a forum for a while that was semi professional trolls and uh, you know in that they, you were semi paid for it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they um uh they were a group of um uh. 
refugees from the City of Heroes official forums, and mm-hmm. um, our f- uh, friend and staff member, Ben, started a separate forum that was for refugees, not knowing that our forum even existed, yeah. and his was this very kind and gentle and very liberal forum, and so a bunch of us walked over there and pretended to be diehard Republican uh, right-wing oh, Christians, and just would respond with the most nonsensical arguments in every thread, until finally we were like, hey guys, remember us? Yeah, we used to hang out with you. <laughs> you know what I consider to be uh, the, like, there was an entire um message board based off of this um and i don't know if you've heard of it but i i was so caught up in this and it wasn't until it hit me that i was like oh my god i just got caught in the internet's best trolling trap it was called the true christian forum oh god it was so perfect everything about it all of the the um the characters in it seem so real like they they really it was an incredible atheist trap it was just the best atheist trap <laughs> and once i stopped being oh thank no but i mean yes you oh, found wow. it you found oh. an example no no this is correct um the star that always uses a serial comma may be less likely to result in ambiguity consider the Oh, that word, book dedication, quoted by Teresa Nielsen Hayden to my parents, comma, and random God. Someone, <laughs> someone had found a um, an actual image of this dedication. I'm fairly certain now, due to my extensive research five minutes ago, that the image was oh, fake, because yeah. this has apparently been an example of the Oxford, uh, misuse of the Oxford comma that's been going around the internet for a long time. Yeah. 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 Although the idea that Ayn Rand would have sex with God is both something I can't believe because she hated the idea of religion, but also could believe it's called because hate fucking God is all powerful and she believed all sex was rape and that's what made sex good because rape is the best thing that could happen to a woman, said this woman. I, ju- I just, I don't like, it's, what? So trolling. Let's go back to talking about something nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the thing was, and, you know, maybe this was my naive teenage years back in the day, but for me, back when I used to troll, you know, it, it was never meant to hurt anyone, and I would stop and apologize if I ever did hurt anyone. Whereas it seems like, like modern day trolling, jokes. the end game is like the per- other person killing themselves. Like, yeah, or, or like something that killing themselves might not be enough because the idea is you want to see it. So if yeah. it's not visible on the internet, it just doesn't count. Yeah. Tirades, people breaking down. Yeah. And so I think when people see things like. Uh, um, we didn't going off of Twitter. They're like, oh, this is what a troll would want. This is trolling. The internet is not a giant hate fuck. Yeah. That, I know it seems that way, but the internet has not devolved into one massive argument. Arguing has always been a part of the internet. Yes, this is uh, what I was is. talking about. Uh, among those interviewed were Merle Haggard's two ex-wives, Chris Christopherson and Robert Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> and then this book is dedicated to my parents, comma, Ayn Rand and God. Uh, Highlights of Peter Gustav's global tour, including encounters with Nelson Mandela, comma, an 1800-year-old demigod and a dildo collector. <laughs> and because they don't use the Oxford comma... Nelson Mandela is now an 800-year-old demigod and, and a dildo, dildo collector. collector. Yes, yes. So that is... True. Thank you. Thank you. That's you what I'm looking for. so well. Uh, so in that, that right there is, because we're now pretty, fairly certain yeah. that image is fake, that means that someone had to go up and print... A, uh, oh, I a would fake thing in the style of letterhead just to troll. And I that's would, funny. Yes, that is 
what trolling once was and yes. now is we're old no men longer. now standing on our wall going. I, oh uh, though speaking of Melissa being better at searching for things on the internet um, yes. and the sort of uh, relationships that Thor and Iron Man have with their girlfriends can I just say how amazing my girlfriend is and show you this uh, sure this is what Melissa got me for our anniversary Ooh, this podcast is such a visual medium that everyone can tell immediately what this is. It's an Air Nomad pendant. It is an Air Nomad pendant. It's awesome. She's awesome. And because I it's an Air Nomad pendant, partner. I have to wipe it off the face of the earth with fire no! bending. No! <laughs> it's just a it compulsion. Was, it's what it people a, do. It was a wonderful anniversary until the Fire Nation. <laughs> but that all changed. Everything changed with the Fire, fire Nation attack. Yeah. Uh, yes. Only the return policy, master of all jewelry stores. <laughs> I am not the master of all jewelry stores. I am Toph, Melon Lord. <laughs> so, so anyway. Yes. So the thing um, is, so there's yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up earlier, yeah, yeah. and I forgot to. We we're talking about Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody was uh, one of the other things people were said about was that. Um, uh, Tony, in his infinite Tony-ness, uh, made some crack about bringing back, um, if he was the king of Asgard, bringing back that uh, thing from Braveheart where oh, could, where, uh, where um, uh, noblemen could just sleep just... with whatever woman they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, that's a fucking terrible thing to say. But as we think about it, that's in character for Tony as he's been detected in the movies. When In Iron Man 2, when he first meets Scar- uh meets Black Widow before he even knows who she is. He treats he turns her to like Pepper, a thing. He turns to Pepper and says, I want one. Right, yes. Like, <laughs> this is who Tony is. This is on purpose because, and some people might not be thinking of this, Tony is the best person to turn into a bad guy, which yes. is why they must make him into a bad guy and in they Civil will, War. Because they already have in the comic books. He's superior he, Spider-Man right now, and it's as, as superior Iron Man right now. And it's I was going to say, what? Yeah, he's Spider-Man, yes. Yeah, he became what? Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Peter Parker, dead. Tony Stark is Spider-Man now. Tony Stark is also all the Avengers. Everyone gets to be Spider-Man. The role <laughs> of Spider-Man, Spider-Man is <laughs> like the village bicycle. Everyone gets a turn and then falls off and cries about it. What village, by the way, ever had a bicycle that everyone shared? When uh, was that a so, thing? Uh, villages, I think, that are poor? I guess. I, I don't know. Because that metaphor always comes up and they always think, where does that village exist? Well, that's like it takes a village to raise an idiot. Where is there a village with only one idiot? Yeah. Like, well, we live in San Francisco, so we have at least, you know, 10% idiots. I, well, <laughs> in, a, in a scale of that size, yeah. There are a lot of people in California who are very foolish, and I say that lovingly as a fellow fool <laughs> who knows they're a fool. We have I pockets of idiocy in California, like Orange County. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Orange oh, County hi, was. Hit like waves with people from Orange County coming there and be like, this is so quaint. This is wonderful. You people take hippieism seriously? Where are the baths? I just want to take a shower and get the ick of your patchouli off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm always amused, by the way, that... um... Disney World, which is in a weird way because Disney, even though the corporation isn't that great, the the main messages of the movies are very liberal messages about acceptance and things like that. Yeah. The the two major Disney theme parks are inside the middle of bastions of giant red swashes of the country. That's because there is a difference between uh, production and marketing. <laughs> marketing 
can be as liberal as you need to get your product across. How you produce that product could be all slave labor. That's true. It is kind of. Disney. <laughs> they own everything we love. Yeah, they do. They actually came out and said that when they announced Disney Infinity 3 the other day. They literally the guy said, who, we own everything. The guy who was uh, the one of the lead animators in the game was like, when I first started working for uh, this company to work on Disney Infinity, it was great. And then they bought Pixar, and then they bought Marvel, and they bought Star Wars. Like, everything I ever wanted to animate, they now own. <laughs> Jesus. You know, the more that they do this, the more of a conglomerate they're going to be. Like, I don't want to... Here, hold on. Let me get out some pot and some dark glasses. It's a conspiracy, man. <laughs> And the thing is, it's not conspiracy. It's very open. They want to own it. Yeah. They want to own all of it. Yeah. They're they're very and open about their philosophy. I don't they know want, if we they've can wanted, stop them. Disney has wanted a boy property for years. That's why, in their mind, a boy property. Right. Which is why they're treating they've, women so badly yes. in Marvel. They literally there is an email where they literally said, "All of our girl stuff is uh, already taken care of. We do not want girls." In our Marvel universe, yeah, and that's, like, and it's an ancient ancient ideas of marketing that are currently coming way out of print. And but but the, the problem more is, we get to see those emails and laugh at them and say like this is fucked up, the more they have to be like, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, and the interesting thing about that whole debacle about the Black Widow merchandise was that um, people Still at Marvel, on, yeah, dubs. people at Marvel were like. We submit to our licensors art of Gamora, Black Widow, of all of our female characters. Unfortunately, it's up to the licensors what they actually make. And I'm like, no, that's, you shouldn't, uh. I'm, I'm thinking that's a legal thing. Yeah. Well, that's like Marvel. In the comics, the X-Men are human, maybe. I mean, we should be treating them as human. They're just another type of humane. In marketing, non-humans, because it's cheaper to send the packaging. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the most fucked up things. I think that was Toy Biz, and Toy yeah. Biz never understood Marvel as a company. No, <laughs> oh. I if we package them as non-humans, we get to ship them for cheaper. So now they're non-humans. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking away your humanity because you're mutants and you're not really human. Okay, speaking of that, I don't. We probably already talked about this. It was late. It was an impromptu. Fuck it. Let's all do this. Uh, we're not going to sleep anytime soon. Yeah. Ultron. Not Ultron. The Vision. Yeah. In my mind, and this is because of the way I look at creative people. You heard that he's in Civil War, right? Yeah. Okay. Is a person. Yes. He doesn't pick up the hammer because he's mechanical. No. He picks up the hammer no, because and he's I, worthy. I think, um, but I think that um, was very much... Uh, I think that was designed to be Tony and oh, them yeah, saying yeah. something ridiculous. Well, I think they in were many that ways, it kind of changes the, or translates the, uh, and this really is a word. Um, oh, fuck, not if I can't think of it. No, that um, won't be a word. Uh, chauvinism to uh, what's called um, uh, uh, humano, not humano, um, What's the root for the word of human? Uh, archae, nah, anthro. Oh, anthro chauvinism, which is a word created by futurists saying the reason why we make so many movies about robots killing us is anthro chauvinism. It's because we hate things that aren't human. Ah. And so they're kind of taking that idea of you know uh, you know old boys club. You know we, we we can't do it, but and then shifting that to the robotic intelligence of but he's not like us he's not human <laughs> just because and he's I, better at everything doesn't make right, him better right and i have to say i do like it and i love that they put it in the film because that's exactly how people respond to artificial intelligence also 
I have an answer that I believe is objectively true on that, and that is the Vision is a person. The Vision is definitely a person. Yes. If nothing else, he's got the fucking Mind Stone in his brain. Which cre- Oh, see, that is the thing that kind of blew my head. That it's the Mind Stone makes everything that happened in Avengers 1 make so much sense. Yeah. The argument they had was literally the Mind Stone getting them to argue and telling Bruce Banner to pick me up. Yeah. that And that makes so... And they don't have to say it, because it's a Mind Stone. You just put Mind in front of it, and, and all it can effects do whatever you want. Sense. It's like when Mage says Mind Sphere. Just put Mind in front of it. Any... It creates minds. It can do anything for minds. It mind. creates minds. I made a brain in a jar. Now yes. let's make Frankenstein. The sons yes. of ether are here. Literally. Literally. <laughs> what you can do with the mind stone. Oh. Um, and now it's being controlled or protected by a mind that it created, which is, in one way is the most poetic goddamn thing. It also brings to mind an interesting thought, though. What? In order for the Infinity War to really go down to as badly as it needs to go down, for yeah. the stakes to be as high as they need to be... Oh, Vision's gotta go down. Yeah, because or... oh, Thanos has to rip the Mind Stone out of his well, head in order to put it in the gauntlet. I don't think the Mind Stone gives him his mind. I think he has a mind given to him by the Mind Stone, and he is using the Mind Stone. I hope you're correct. We'll Me see. Me too. Well... It might just be that yeah. your mind is a product of this thing, and that would be horrible. <laughs> that would truly be horrible. Yes. For yes him. it would. It, they. For them. For them. I think, no, well, no, he Vision, well, he has In the kids comics, with Scarlet Witch, so he has uh, to have something there. Okay, so he's a him. Yeah. It I sounds, mean, technically, Scarlet Witch did a bunch of magic mumbo-jumbo to make that happen, but still. I would imagine that would be true. Yeah. I wonder what that would feel like. Having sex with a robot? Cold, I imagine. Mm, well, no, he has human-like yeah, flesh. He could body parts. Yeah, flesh he could... Bits. Yeah. You know, like that stuff they make dildos out of? The yeah, they can bit. heat that. They can heat it up a bit. Oh, like, uh, Age of Me? Yeah. <laughs> Penis. All right, or whatever. What was it? Was that from? Uh, Age of Me? When she... Have you not seen Age of Me? I don't think so. Pause that now. Okay. Okay. This is Scarlett okay. Joe. Well, that was embarrassing. So. You haven't seen that before? No! Uh, Black Widow, Age of Me. Uh, I hate watching stuff like that. I know it's supposed to be really funny. It just, for some reason, it always gets makes me, like, super, feel super cringy. I don't know why. Be- because you because like so to make films. And they have I guess. I don't know. I, I really like it because I like that Scarlett Johansson can just be like, you fucking need me. I am Black Widow. I make a lot of money. Let me show you on SNL what I think of what your studio is doing. But their studio isn't doing anything like that. No. Um, this but is a... Right, but Marvel isn't doing anything like well, that. Right. right, that's not their choice. But that is the way the executives um, who are um, making it harder. Right, no, 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 I, I get that, I get yeah. that. It's just, the, why is that a fuck you to Marvel who hasn't done anything like that? Uh, it, I think it's not so much Marvel specifically as... Like, uh, as a fuck you to the film industry, I'd hope yes. you get that, yeah. But it's uh, not and like And I a, think maybe uh, Disney, who isn't make, or whoever doesn't make her toys, or things like that, well, as a way of kind of pointing out that uh, this is a problem, and I'm not afraid to say, to show you that this right. is a problem. On the other hand, I can't remember the last time I saw... A trailer for a romantic comedy like that. Oh, I think they've kind of gone out of uh, style. I mean, thank God they have, because they were all pretty much universally terrible. But They, they are pretty terrible. Do you remember when we watched Hitch? 
Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. When they make those kind of movies, but for guys. Yeah. Um, no, there were. There have been movies like that. In fact, she, I think she was kind of in one in some ways. Um, yeah, she I was think in Don she's John. Not, he's not that into you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and other things like that that are just um, kind of bullshit. Yeah, no, no, no. It definitely is entirely bullshit. I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't know. I stuff, feel stuff like, like it's that an appropriate that's so thing on to the say. nose. I, th- I think it's appropriate. It's just stuff like that that's so on the nose, which is what most of SNL comedy is these days, where, like. There's I can no tell subtlety. the joke from the title of the trailer. Like, I, I've done oh, every yeah. joke in that trailer just from watching the title, and then the rest of it is just a writer or two stretching it out as long as they possibly can to fill TV time. Right, you know it's not SNL's best work because there is no <laughs> one line from it that is so repeatable you're yeah. saying it with your friends. Whereas, but like, the message of it, I think, is it, that in, she did it. Was Inside important. Amy Schumer just did a entire episode-long parody of, black-and-white parody of 12 Angry Men Starring um, Paul Giamatti and uh, Jeff Goldblum and a bunch of other famous people um, about them debating in a jury room whether she was hot enough to be on TV. It is fucking hilarious. Now that's They redo subtle. the entire knife, ga- knife oh scene God, really? with dildos. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> it is, that is awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> well, that does sound much better made than this. Yeah. But the point. <laughs> um is Marvel really responsible for there not being a Black movie, Widow movie yet? Who is responsible for that? I think, I think it's definitely um, Marvel's definitely at fault for that. I, I think they had this grand plan, and the grand plan was, well, we're going to do all the founding members of the Avengers first, and then except first, for except for Ant Man and, and Wasp. Wasp. Although they planned to do Ant Man, Ant Man was has been in development. Yeah, it was before the first Iron Man. Movie. Yeah, that's true. It um, was just so. Yeah, and so I'm prepared to feel that this movie is awful, but I want to give it hope because by now it's an underdog. Yeah, well, the last time I was worried a movie would sink, uh, would be the Marvel's first misstep. It was Guardians of the Galaxy. So and that one was so, so good, fucking good, so like good. Melissa. Your favorite is Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, as we like, discussed on last is, week's podcast. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, my least favorite was the most recent Avengers movie. Though. Oh, Age mm-hmm. of Ultron. Yeah, I liked it. It's just—it's one of those things where even if it's you know being the worst Marvel movie isn't necessarily being a bad movie. Exactly. <laughs> it's yes, kind of like exactly. being the worst Avenger. I mean, Hawkeye isn't that bad, but Hawkeye's not the worst Avenger, sir. Oh, uh, in the movies. In the movies, okay. I don't know. Really? Who's I'm trying worse? to think of who's worse now. In the movie, because I love Thor. I love Captain oh, America. Oh well, I guess now we can. Say Iron Wanda. Man. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> I, love Iron <laughs> I know, but that's maybe why he's the worst Avenger. <laughs> he's certainly the worst leader of the Avengers. Yes. In that, which is why it's great know, that he should never lead. And I love how in the movie, so much of the movie was Iron Man being like, "We're gonna fucking do this," and Bruce Banner's like, "I better go along with it so I can stop you." At the yeah. <laughs> God, I mean, uh, awful. Um, yes, that was very also intentionally done, and I think when they they still have a chance to do an amazing Black Widow movie, and I think they should. I think the it's it's troublesome that their um, their first female sl- movie coming up is Captain Marvel in like twenty eighteen. Um, I mean, but I'm really glad a, they're doing Captain which Marvel. Captain Marvel will it be? Uh, Carol, of course. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. And she's she's the current version of the character, and she's the most popular that character has ever been. She's she's massively popular. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't know Hugely that. popular. Really good comic, too. Yeah. yeah. And then after her is Camilla Khan? Uh, she's Miss Marvel. Miss, 
Wait, Miss Marvel is not Captain Marvel? Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, the current Captain Marvel mm-hmm. used to be Miss Marvel. Oh, that's what fooled me. I don't follow these comics. I want to follow <laughs> You Kamala should. Kamala, but I don't have a lot of money. Let me explain to you why you should follow what's coming up in comic books right okay. now. So, they're going into the Secret Wars thing very soon. It actually started uh, yesterday on Wednesday, um, so two days ago for you podcast listeners. Um, and... Uh, it sounds so medieval fantasy that I'm really excited about it. So all these, the different battle world things are mm-hmm. like places that are smashed together. Um, two of the worlds that were smashed together and ended up bordering each other uh, are Age of Ultron and Marvel Zombies. Oh, and so oh, all the other worlds oh, built a giant fucking wall around that place and they call it No Man's Land. Mm-hmm. And so they, uh, one of the comics is, um, years ago they sentenced uh, Red Skull there. Um, but now Magneto's not sure he's actually dead, so Magneto's taking a ragtag team of people over the wall into No Man's Land to make sure they killed the Red Skull. I have to it's say, Heart I of love... Darkness with Marvel zombies starring Magneto. I love that Magneto, victim of the Holocaust, is going into the Age of Ultron zombie land to kill a Nazi. Yes. That that's is what... fucking amazing. There's the, what was the other, some of the other comics sound amazing? Oh, um, there's uh, Thor Corpse, which is... Because there are so many different versions of Thor now, they all decided to become the police of Battleworld. Oh my god. So every Thor is now the police force, and they're like solving crimes and like I stuff. I have to say, I was very like, what are they going to do with this? But what you're describing sounds, that could be the best possible thing <laughs> yes. you can do with that. There is a comic called uh, World War Hulks, which is about a world full of just Hulks. <laughs> Sorry, Planet Hulks. Which is about a world full of just Hulks, and Steve Rogers riding Devil Dinosaur trying to survive. <laughs> Wait, old Steve Rogers? Yeah, the like young Steve Rogers. Oh, but like okay. yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh, what else is there? Uh, there was so many other concepts that people threw out that sounded amazing. Um, I just like um, Captain America explaining it. Old Captain America, and the only other thing on that panel is uh, Peter Parker holding his hand, going, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a uh, one, I saw a great scene from. Um, uh, so, you know, the Secret Wars is currently wrapping... Uh, sorry, the Marvel Universe is currently wrapping up to lead the Secret Wars. And so the Ultimate yeah. Universe is about to crash into the Marvel Universe. Everybody knows it's Which coming. Which, I Everybody have to say, to die. coolest thing I ever heard yeah. from the Ultimate. Like, we have this thing, Floyd, what are we going to do with it? Let's just make them a weird non-antagonist antagonist for the normal yeah. universe. Well, and, That's cool. Um, and so, I saw this scene the other day, and the scene is set to... Um, uh, an email that Wilson Fisk sets out, so that's all the captions. And Wilson Fisk basically emails all of these villains, like Bullseye and Scorpion and stuff, yeah. and he's like, look, the world is ending. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's all get together and drink and toast to our, our enemy's greatest failure, and we'll, we'll watch them fail to save the world. And so they're all in this bar toasting, and then the door kicks in because the Punisher got the email too. <laughs> and he's there to kill all of them. <laughs> like, Why would you invite the Punisher he, they didn't, anywhere? He just found out somehow. And he's like, his last line is something like, it's the end of the world. And they say, you can't take it with you. What am I going to do with all these bullets? <laughs> oh my God. That is so the... Except the only thing I'd make that more perfect if that entire conversation was in his war journal head. Yeah. That would be even better. War Journal Entry. It's the end of the world. You can't take, take it with you. Me. What will I do with all of these bullets? And just all of those bag going, ah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sad to see Marvel go. Yeah, but they'll come They'll come back. I mean, everybody's surviving. I already read. Is it going to be a massive reboot? Um, no. Uh, so the way it's working is post-Secret World, the universe is going to be remade but not rebooted. So all the characters who 
were in the previous universe mm-hmm. are like the ones who are surviving through this anyway, yeah. um, and I'll, they're probably going to kill a lot of them. Um, but our um, yeah, um, we kind of went through a mini version of this in the entire House of M thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're um, they're going to be the same characters, so it's not like if you start reading Miss Marvel after mm-hmm. after Secret Wars, she'll be different from the Miss Marvel yeah. you read. It's the same person. She has all the memories. She remembers Battle World. She mm-hmm. is there is in a new situation, and the new. Um, on Free Comic Book Day, they had a, uh, a comic of uh, the new the new Avengers lineup will be after um, Secret Wars, which is uh, uh, Falcon, Captain America, uh, Thor, the current Thor, uh-huh. um, uh, Iron Man. We think it's Iron Man anyway. It's some so not Odin's Odin son Thor. No. Mysterious origin yes. Thor. Um, uh, Vision. And then Miss Marvel... The current Kid Nova and Miles Morales Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's a really Miles Morales isn't dead? No. Oh my god. No, he's coming to the main Marvel Universe. They're just going to have two Spider-Men and say, fuck that, it. Oh, like they've never done yeah, that exactly. before. <laughs> um, okay, that sounds cool. I have to say, it's Marvel, so I'm taking my hope with a grain of salt. This really sounds like all the fucked up shit de- uh, DC's been doing for the last six years. It sounds like it, but they're going about it in the right way. They're taking their universes and streamlining them, but they're not... They're actually doing it the way DC did it when DC did it right. Because when DC did Crisis on Infinite Earths, it didn't reboot the entire universe and say everything you ever read about is gone. It just changed a few things here and there, but kept the same characters. And that's what they're doing here, too. Okay. And so it'll be interesting to see who carries over. Again, (coughs) my hope is for uh, J2. I just want J2 to survive. Because no one's, I don't, I don't think he will. Too. Because no one remembers he exists. He back when Marvel had the MC two li- um, line mm-hmm. of comics, which was Spider Girl and Avengers Next and all that. Oh yeah. He had his own comic book. He's the uh, son of the Juggernaut after the Juggernaut turned good. Oh, and so he's got his oh, dad's powers yeah, yeah. and like he could he could actually like hedge it into the Juggernaut and like oh my God. run around as a little mini Juggernaut in silver armor. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> it's, cute. It's awesome. He's a great character. Um. You know when people say, God, I remember when comics used to be uh, simple? No, never never been simple. simple. But I do kind of wish it was easier to get into. I've never had trouble getting into it. And I think it's because Maybe it's so easy to follow. what I'm saying is I follow. wish I had enough money to afford yes, more comics. Yes, that I can see. Because it's hard to get into comics without getting into more comics. Yes. Because the stories are so interesting. On free comic book day, I went to the comic book store. And I, I bought yeah. three. I took three free comic books. And then I wanted to support the store. So I just picked up everything that I thought, you know, I should read. Graphic novels, some single issues. Mm. And I spent $100 on comic books. Holy crap. That's what I said. But then again, it's the Ace of Geeks. That is what I do. It's part of my job. Yeah. Gotta be up on nerd culture. Hey, you you back it all up on comic stuff, and I work as far as I can on the RPG stuff. It's true. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, can you see if you can find a uh, King Killer Chronicle fiasco thing for reasons? Uh, I might have that. Hold on. Okay. Because I, I couldn't find that online this morning when I was looking. Wait. Where did you look on... Um... Did you look on RPG.net? No, I did not. I looked on Fiasco's main website and I did some Google searching. I'll, I'll give it a look. Okay. I'll give it a we look. May have to ha- we may have to hack one. See, because the thing that I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do King Killer, is that everything we know, well, the world is very real, but it's so much based around one character's Quothe, perceptions. Yeah. Which is why it, it worked for Harry Dresden when Harry Dresden was the trouble, but Quothe can't really be the trouble. No. Although. Both. Quothe. Quothe. I don't know no. if it's the pronouncing or not. But 
I would really like to play in that world because this is one of the few worlds I've seen where they did not deal with the economics, but economic concerns were chiefly important and you got to see a lot of it. Yeah. I was really excited about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, are you talking about the game we might be playing Mondays? No, I'm is talking about else? plans for upcoming podcasts. Oh. Oh. Oh, I see. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Who will run? I don't... What's well, Fiasco. No one runs. Oh, Fiasco. Fiasco. Oh, Fiasco. I'm sorry. You kept saying Fiasco, and I kept in Hearing my head fate. going, Fate. Because every time someone mentions any RPG system, you hear Fate in your head. I got caught by whatever caught Mike Parker. <laughs> there was a time where he's like, why don't we add Fate elements to this? I'm like, it's Mage. Mike, you already have the original Mage stuff. Don't add more stuff. Or... If you want to play, uh, what do you call it? If you want to play Scion uh, Hero, don't just add Fate to it. Let's just play Fate. Yes. Which is now that I've caught the Fate bug, and I'm just okay playing more things in Fate. I have a doctor's appointment in ten minutes. I have to go. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Ace of Geeks podcast. Sorry, folks. That was a good conversation. I'm sorry to cut it off. Jared, if they want to email us, how can they do that? A-C-E-O-F-G-E-K-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G at gmail.com. That's Ace of Geeks podcasting at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Ace of Geeks podcast. We're on Twitter at Ace of Geeks. We're on Instagram at Ace of Geeks. We're on Google Plus at the Ace of Geeks. Uh, just search Ace of Geeks and you'll find us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for our 150th episode. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.